Hi, I'm Grouch, the editor, owner, designer, the asshole behind the ass box, and I am here with the lovely, talented Mrs. Weepor Nanny. Good evening. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Tumblr, and on Twitter at MRSWPD. That's Mrs. WPD. And you can follow me for all the events that we're doing, any coverage that we have, um, any announcements. If you're ever wondering when we go live or when we're going to have some kind of stream or any kind of special event, you can follow me. Um, I'll be posting everywhere, circulating a lot, and um, I'm super happy to be here. We have so much cool stuff to talk about today. I've been, like, dying for the stream to start all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, we got, um, we got a few things to talk about today. We uh, went to an event mm-hmm. yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yes, last God, night. Man. I know. Things happen so fast. Uh, but we went to the Sushi and Doobie uh, event. This oh man, do you have photos? I have photos. You have photos? Oh my goodness. I also have um Video. I hope you have a video. Video. Hmm. Well, we went to this event, <laughs> and it was held by the, there you go, you got the graphic right there, the Marijuana University High Dining Club, and uh, this is a club that is actually really interesting. If you're really into food and you also enjoy cannabis, this might be a really great solution for you in terms of stuff to do. Um, it is a like dining club, and they hosted a workshop that you could go and, from a professional su- sushi chef from Alaska came and he taught how to roll a perfect maki and also how to roll a perfect doobie and it was a really really cool event it was something that it sold out which I thought was really cool and um, really unique (laughs) you're going to show yourself Um, and uh, it was just it was unlike any event that we had gone to in a long time like people were actually out making sushi and enjoying themselves and it was like a a really interesting uh, way to handle a cannabis event. I liked it a lot. Definitely different. Like, this was one of the more different ones that we've been to um, in the past year. Um, more, like, higher end. Like, when we, when we went to the one that had the face painting, it was, like, kind of close to this. Face painting? Which one is that one? The one that had the face-off, like, contest. It was a Halloween oh. pot-up shop. Yeah, it was a Halloween pot-up shop. That was kind of on this level, yeah. like the feel of it that they were trying to get, but this really took it and, and like ran Elevated. with it. Elevated, yeah. yeah. It was really, really incredible. It was awesome. Everybody was sm- like smoking joints. They were provided by, what is it, Hummingbird Medicinals, and they had tons and tons of joints that they were passing ra- around, and everybody was smoking. The chef was smoking, and it was just cool. It was like really good vibes all around. It was a great night. Yeah, you can see they gave out free weed, or not free weed, but... But included weed. So you yeah. got, like, a special grapefruit strain that complemented the sushi that you were having. They brought, like, flown in, like, uh, Alaskan king crab, and they had, like, all this stuff flown in from Hawaii, and it was all this, like, really fresh stuff. It was it was awesome. It was nice. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they were, they, literally it was, like, you came in, uh, they give you, like, a goodie bag, and we the had a shit bag, ton of stuff. Yeah, had like, weed, had It chocolate. was one of those things where 
you look at the price of the ticket and you say to yourself, man, this is really expensive. And you think, how much would it cost me to go to a nice, like, uh, Japanese restaurant and have sushi and have, like, a high-end experience? Probably that much in the cost of, like, you know, me and, like, my boyfriend to go alone and uh, pay for, like, a meal. That's, that's a lot of money. Then you throw weed on top of that and you get a couple joints. And then you get a bunch of topicals. They had vape cartridges. They gave out vape batteries. They had, like, all kinds of stuff. Like, I saw some stuff that were, like, easily $15, like, $16, like, uh, pro like priced products. And um, not even counting those cartridges. The cartridges alone are, like, sometimes they can go upwards of, like, 25 like, a gram and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. The so. cartridges, yeah, for a half gram, at least 25, 30. Yeah. Um, so with the pen, you know, it comes with more. It was um, really, really interesting to see, like, the variety of stuff that they, like, stuffed in that bag. It was um, really worth the, like, the cost of your ticket to the amount of just shit you got. It was incredible. Not including all the extra weed they passed around. Mm-hmm. Like, really intense. I'm just preparing, uh, there was a lot of preparation for this video, you guys, uh, but never enough. Yeah. Never enough. Um, you guys can see here, <laughs> the chef, um, smoking it up while he was chopping up some of the, um, some of the fish. I don't want to put any names out of fish. Salmon. Passing the joint to the assistants, because that's what you do. I like that though. It was really nice. Like it was very relaxed. It was just really funny to see a bunch of people get like high and be professional chefs. Mm -hmm. it was, uh, all the staff were like incredible. <laughs> Everybody's super excited about having uh, completed the workshop. Man, the workshop was uh, really long. It takes a lot of steps to uh, perfect sushi. And you can see the final product there of people's rolling. And uh, the actual maki roll, it wasn't medicated, but what they did have was this sauce that he made, and it was like a, a miso mustard ponzu sauce, and it had uh, infused honey in it. So it was from honey, what is it, honey pot? Mm -hmm. um, and they, uh, they infused it in the thing, so everybody got like medicated sushi if they wanted it. Um, it was really, really nice that way. You could, like, choose to get medicated. <laughs> Is that him smoking a joint after? Oh, yeah, that's when he finished the uh, rolling workshop. Mm-hmm. Not only did he teach them how to roll... I'm actually the sounds by plan. Oh, With on. these, maybe. I'm sorry if the sounds plan. Let me see. Where's my audio mixer? So, as we're sparking Oh, man, they probably haven't heard us. No, they hear us. It's just they hear, like, rah, 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 in the background, probably. Um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, he was, like, he basically showed people how to roll uh, sushi, and then he showed people how to roll a joint. I didn't expect him to also be the teacher, the well, sensei. I just didn't know he would know how to roll a joint. <laughs> I just, I don't know, I didn't expect it. It was something that I was, like, huh, this is weird. So, it was, um... A really interesting scenario altogether, but I liked it. I liked seeing everybody um, having a really good time. It was crazy just looking around and seeing like ordinary ass people um, rolling sushi and rolling joints and laughing and like smoking, having a good time. Um, it was really nice. It was really cool.
but um but yeah man it was uh, everybody nice. trying to use the the um rolling papers like uh, that's tech bro that's that's tech. that's technique <laughs> Good, yeah. But, um, yeah, man. It was a chill event. Mm -hmm. Met uh, some interesting people. Um, got to vibe. They had, like, a little uh, mini nail set up in the back with, like, a dab rig, courtesy of the Goosefire Gallery. Um, the event was taking place at a glass gallery. Um, so if you, got, if you got to look around and got to, like, spend some time. Well, they had, like, an actual workshop. And it was, it's like a studio that people go and they work. But they also have a bunch of famous, like, uh, gallery artists and things like that that make really amazing functional glass pieces that I've seen so many times. And I, I will never get tired of. Yeah, it's like um, you see these and you're like, oh, man, I saw these a hundred times on Instagram. But you know, Now I see it in person and it's right here in front of me. And then I took the same Instagram picture. <laughs> it's like the fucking Mona Lisa. It's it was crazy. well. It was one of those things where you took a picture of something, and then somebody else who also has like a lot of Instagram influence also took the same photo, and she took it at like a slightly different angle. And I was like, yeah, everybody just gets the shot. It's the shot. <laughs> so, man, it's incredible how you do that. I don't know how you do that. A lot of control. But um, yeah, it was a uh, a lot of fun. It was super clean. I really enjoyed myself. Like it was a, a really great experience, and got to meet a lot of really cool cannabis people. Different uh, flavor of community, definitely. Mm -hmm. You know, when you go to a lot of events in um, LA, uh, or just a lot of places, I'm sure, you just start seeing like a certain crowd of people propagating these events. Yeah. And you're like, um, okay, I, I love you guys. You know, I've met you guys. I've seen you guys three or four times now. Smoked with you. Smoked the blunt. Blunt. Yeah, we've been um, on video together. Yeah. I want to see more people. <laughs> there are more people than this in this world. Why am I, like, Especially running in into community. you guys? Yeah. Like, cannabis, circles. there are so many people, and there's so many circles that it's really nice to find a new kind of circle to just mix and mingle, like, meet more people. And uh, hopefully we get some cool people that will be interested in doing live streams with us and, like, doing maybe a podcast or two. Um, I'm always cool meeting, like, cool cannabis couples and things like that. Um, makes me really happy. makes me really proud. Yeah. It's always nice. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. rare to find a uh, cannabis couple. <clears throat> but um, that was basically the event. There's not much to it. Um, to be honest, it was a little slow. Like, I, I didn't get too much footage because it was just literally him teaching you how to make sushi. Yeah, um, like, there's not much to it. Yeah, yeah. like, it was, it was a workshop. But it was super fun. For the people involved, yeah. uh, we literally saw fucking, I don't know if you guys know him or follow him on Instagram, uh, Push Trees was there. Dope as Yola. Yeah. The dude who does, like, crazy raw giant rolls and he's, like, the raw rep for, like, L.A. or something. Um, I used to follow him on Instagram, and used to follow him on Instagram, and uh, he he uh, was there. It was crazy. It's just like I, I four years ago, I was browsing Instagram in Miami, yeah. and I was just like casually looking through shit, and I see his ass there, and I'm like, man, this is the same dude that was on Instagram posting pictures of himself, like 
doing this same stuff. Like, hey, I'm at this crazy event. Here's I'm my doing weed. Things. Yeah. And I'm literally looking at his Instagram, and I can see him posting about this event that I'm at. And I'm like, man, small world. World. It's finally being more connected. Mm-hmm. And also lets me know there's only so many cannabis events. <laughs> that too. Man, we uh, tried an email at the uh, Sushi and Doobie event. And, uh, man, I want one so badly. One day, I'm going to get an email. Like, I want one so much. We'll get one. But. It was okay. I would put it a little higher. Well, I was going to say there there was an issue with the temperature. Um, But, yeah, it was nice. Like, I was telling, uh, I was telling you, like, that's all you need at an event. Like, all I need is a little mini nail in the corner, a little dab rig, and I'm good, man. That's all you fucking need. I was going to say, are we going to have our top five talk? Oh, you know, it's Perfect funny segue. how that would lead into that. <coughs> so magic. today, uh, we have a new segment for you guys coming at you. Uh, courtesy of, not courtesy of this event, but you know, made us think about it. Um, oh yeah, this is it. Oh, uh. What are you doing? Show live. This is the top five things we want at a stoner event. That's right. When you guys go to a stoner event, what are you guys looking for? You know, what, what, is, what is your goal? What is your aim? You know, are you going there to get weed? Are you going there to chill with your homies? <laughs> it was uh, something that you just see in person and you're like, what, what the fuck? But, um, the one, like, the, we, we decided to put together, like, five things um, that we want to see at these events. And uh, things that we, it, it's like kind of like a like five things. If we don't see these, the event, no bueno. N- yeah, not yeah. banging. So number one, like fuck. It's too hard. Yeah, the it's gonna freak out the computer. Freaking the fuck out! It's like I can't put up a still image. Ugh. Maybe I made them too high res? No, that's fine. It's just the computer freaking out. Um, but a place to smoke. Yeah. No booty. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, booty. Number two, bitches. Number three, buds. Oh. And not my friends who are males. <laughs> I'm talking Mary Jane. Um... But number one, a place to smoke, man. Like if I go to a weed event, a weed event, like they're 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 selling me cannabis. Like it is like advertised in the name. If I can't buy a joint at a table and then like walk away and light it and find somewhere to smoke it, there's a fucking problem. Uh, We went to um, the Infusion Expo and we were like trying to find a place to smoke, and it's like an old ass cathedral slash church. It's like a historic building, so you just can't, like, you, you can't put your feet up on the wall. You can't, like, wander into certain rooms. It's, like, super secure for, you know, for a reason. 
And uh, we asked the security guards, you know, where is there a place to smoke? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, like can we smoke out problem. on that balcony? And I'm like, he's like, no. And I'm like, what? So we walk and we go all the way out to the parking lot and we go to our car to smoke. And we on our way out, we see people in other balconies, like, smoking it up. And I was like, what the, what, what, what is this shit? So yeah, man. Uh, fucking a place to smoke, bro. That's all I want. I don't necessarily need to roll up and smoke everywhere in the event, like a, a big hot box. But I need to have somewhere where I can sit and just chill. Well, it's like, it has to be fair. Yeah. Because it's one of those things where they can say, like, oh, yeah, they have that field over there. They can go and smoke. But I'm like, no, I need either, like, a tent or a building or a structure or something that I can, like, basically take refuge in. Because sometimes the events are, like, over 102 degrees outside because it's a California high desert. And for some reason, all the events have to be in the high desert out in the middle of nowhere because nobody likes cannabis events. And it is so frustrating because there's, like, it's either you have to sit on, like, hard concrete or there's, like, direct sunlight on you and you have, like, no choice in terms of bathroom. Oh, there's, like, so many elements to it that it's, like, I need a place to sit and smoke. Like, and they had one. They had chairs. They had, like, a, like a bunch of stuff last night. Yep. <laughs> Way to talk. If there isn't fucking weed, there's a problem. Yeah. I mean, is that not what I go to a weed event for? I mean, I don't go. I, I don't go to listen to Wiz Khalifa. I go to a Wiz Khalifa concert to listen to Wiz Khalifa. I don't care if Wiz is there. There better be some fucking weed. You know, it's like I better be able to buy a joint. There has to be somebody like selling pre-roll little joints for me and my fuck boys to just go and smoke wherever the fuck we want. You know, like... Basically. Very simple. Yeah. Oh, man. And somebody just mentioned it in the comments, having a diverse array of munchies. And that is something that is, like, super, super essential because... There are a lot of people with so many different kinds of diets, and I have a very strict diet, and I try to, like, keep to it as much as possible, even when I'm outside of the house, because it really makes, it impacts my life, and he can go and have his own meal, and I can go have my own meal, and not have to pick from a giant menu of only cannabis-infused foods. A lot of times, you'll see, like, whole menus of just THC products or CBD products as well. And I'm like, I just need something to not get me high. Just something to help me just like feed my stomach and maybe even bring me down because I'm too high. So there's a lot of like elements to that. Uh, having either like places that you can go and just buy food from like cafeteria style. They also have it where um, we've seen it that the event sponsors restaurants around the area. Like, lots of different elements to it, but a lot of times it's just food carts or, like, people bring, like, stands and they serve directly, like, with fryers and stuff like that, like, portable style. Something. I don't care if you fucking come with uh, ballpark dogs and fucking <laughs> chips. It's just something that when I am fainting for death after I've taken a, a giant dab mm -hmm. that I didn't expect, I want to be able to come really down. Intense. 
one that I was like how do I even surmise it because it's more than asking for just a toilet it's way more I was than like, just that the bare necessities <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it's because well, it's the bare necessities the simple bare necessities spoken sesame uh, hash up with my friends it's all the bare necessities we're smoking joints and hashities and smoking the bare necessities of life it's like wherever I wander. I've gone to a few events where they do have porta potties, and I'm like, thank you, I appreciate that you thought of us and all of those things. But there's still not a place to wash my hands afterward, and for everybody else. And sometimes I see them have stuff like uh, places to like have like hand wipes, or they have like a hand sanitation station or something like that. And I'm like, I appreciate that. That's very kind of you, but. I need a sink over here. I need some soap. <laughs> like. <laughs> Are you okay? It's just the way that you put it, where you're just like, you know, it's great. It's so great that you have a, a hole in the floor for me to pee in. But, um, real talk, where's your soap? <clears throat> I need some fucking paper. Who do I, what, what tree do I have to kill? Well, it's like, I've seen it where they have, like, porta-potties, and, like, High Times had a huge village of porta-potties. There was, like, at least, like, at least, like, 50 of them or something like that. It was a crazy amount of them. But they all had hand-washing stations with running water, and you could actually, like, wash your hands properly. And I felt like that was, like, going that extra step, that, like, that process. But at the same time, maybe hosted in a venue that has a bathroom which is always revolutionary in my mind when I'm able to actually go to a physical bathroom at a weed event. I'm like, thank you. Like, no, it yeah. blows my mind when I go to, like, a normal event and they have bathrooms there, and I'm like, this is what it's like to go to a normal event, not like a weed event where you just don't have any standards. It's uh, crazy, but... Don't you think you should move the, the um, camera over a little bit? The last one. Better. Better. Mm -hmm. Too too much. No. That's fine. Number five. Parking. Holy shit, guys. Maybe yeah, this no is an LA thing. Maybe? Maybe. I have no idea because I think this applies to everything ever. Maybe it's because all weed events are held in business districts. Or at someone's house, which has no parking for 100 people. Well, it's like they're always in like business districts where they're not expecting 500 people to show up to a single building. They, they expect only, you know, like only a couple people per building, per building structure like not necessary for a giant like lot but it ends up happening and I end up paying for valet because I'm scared that I'm gonna get parking like three miles away I have that fear and I've experienced it 
We literally were like running around. I remember one at the compassage. And we were like, you know what, just let's go back and let's go do the valet and call it a day. That's why we brought extra money. Yeah. And um, there's only so many events that it's like we can go to parking lots and they say like, we have permission, we're going to have a shuttle so that you go to this parking lot and we'll shuttle you over or something. I'm like, that's great. That's good. Just um, have something. Please. Like work out some situation with whatever you have locally. Uh, yeah. How was your hand? Try to smize it in a taste. It tasted how all cheap edibles taste. Oh. Tasted kind of like a TKO edible. It tasted kind of like that, that like weed flavor. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The one that like Auntie Anne's brownies has. Yeah. Like that really, it's like it's made from flour taste. Like that kind of, it has like a burnt flour taste. Yeah. Almost like yeah, like I made it from not even like like trim. But it smells like I, I t- made it from, like, twigs. Because like I've made hash from twigs before, yeah. and I, it smells similar. <coughs> um, but what do we have here? We have Riza giving plenty of uh, information in the chat. You have, number one, booty. Number two, a diverse array of munchies. Number three, music. Because I'm a classy man. I may want my booty... But I also need my multicultural facets of consumption, of caloric consumption there. Uh, a chill-out space. So something that it's like actually like lets you hang out. Like we've seen it in the High Times video. They had a giant field of beanbag chairs. Yeah. You could just chill out. You could watch the stage and like view everything. And they even had like extra like monitors that you could like watch from and like stuff. Like couches and couches shit. Couches and things. Yeah. And... A weed porn daily booth because every every event should have weed porn. Oh, <laughs> that should have been number five if we were smart enough, or if we had an intern write it. Yeah, um, that would have been it. Um, and then I would have been like, "What is this? Send it back. <laughs> Give me a real number five. <coughs> um, because, or is it? Do we have honorable mentions here? Yeah, I gave it to you. They had honorable mentions. Um, (laughs) So honored of mentioning. Um, Well, he mentioned it already. Music. Music. You know, like, that was a little something that was preferential, but I was like, you know. Well, there's like a couple different things to think about when you do these events. One is their events that they go and they straight up ban music from all the vendors. And they'll either have, like, an overarching, like, music playing in the background or they have no music at all. And that's okay. Like, it depends if the music's, like, not overbearing, not too deafening, or not too loud. Um, and then you have the scenario where everybody's competing with their own music at every booth, trying to be louder than each other. Um, there's, like, a lot of elements where, like, either they can have a big stage that's blaring music and you can't even hear yourself as you walk by. It's, um, there are a lot of elements that you have to kind of harmonize and kind of create, like, a good environment for it. Um, honorable mention, free weed. Um, that's always (laughs) the nice thing at weed events. I mean, who doesn't love either being near a stage and being like, what's going on? And then you just hit with like a little container and you're like, ow, I have a little cut. 
and you look down and it's already gone because somebody's grabbed, grabbed it, it already. And they're running away with a little hash envelope of half gram. Half gram um, concentrate, yeah. And you're like, what's going on? And as you turn, you're just like... Pelted with like a, bla- a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah, a t-shirt <laughs> goes over you, everything goes black. And somebody pulls it off <coughs> your head and you hit the floor and you're like, what's going on? You just start hearing the noises that you hear in the Saving Private Ryan videos where it's just like... <laughs> like, yeah, like ringing in your ears. Like, yeah. So. Oh, it's, it's really brutal. <laughs> But at the same time, it's always nice to go up to, a, like, a table and be like, what do you have? And then they're like, oh, you want to try it first, and I'll tell you about it? And I'm like, yes. That is always speaking my language. Awesome. Because that's what I want to do. Like, nine out of ten times when somebody gives me, like, a dab of something, I am way more likely to buy it if I have the money. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, I tried, and, and right there, I'm like, that was really tasty. That was really good. And I'm feeling immediately really high. Like, Definitely. here's my money. Like, what other well, uh, part of the equation is there? Yeah, I had that with, um, we went to Farm Fest, and they had a guy give me a dab of Girl Scout cookies. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll smoke it. Like, whatever. And I normally don't really like Girl Scout cookies. It's kind of one of those strains that kind of barely gets me because I really need a good indica. And um, I was so sold I bought a gram of it. I was like, yeah, like, sign me up. Let's do it. Like, that's, that's kind of what it should be like, I think. Yeah. Does, does it turn on? Yeah, I got it. Oh, okay. It was just really sticky around the mouth. I was like... Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, free wheat. Um, any other honorable mentions? I don't know. Do you have it in your notes? Good lighting. Good lighting. <laughs> I mean, so many times as a photographer... You go into these events, and it's just blackness. It's just like a shadow. Uh, we are in an alleyway in the black market. Like, it is, like, fucking Diagon Alley. Well, I was going to say we're in Diagon Alley, or we're, like, in fucking, like, Morocco in, like, the streets where there are no lights. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, I, I go by, and I'm looking at a jar of weed, and I look to my right, and there's a fucking cobra there and shit. It's fucking, why? Um... It's no, but seriously, it's one of those things where I understand that a lot of these weed events, they are paying bare minimum for the spaces that they are, like, occupying. Because a lot of times they just rent it out from somebody. I'm not making that much profit off of these barely events. Barely any money. Yeah, yeah, I totally get it. So, um, it always, like, relies on people either bringing generators, which are the people outside the events, and they tend to be, like, the food people, or just no lighting at all. Yeah. And relying on, like, a skylight. Because some of the venues actually have, like, roofs that are just glass, and they just let in light. And once it, after 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock comes around, it's, like, darkness already, and only a couple booths have lights. Oh, it's so intense. It's like another another world sometimes, like, thinking about it. Yeah. I'm glad we can go to venues that have the lights on. Um, I just thought of one more. Oh, yeah? What? Um, you know, the the dude mentioned earlier, RZA, the, um, mm-hmm. uh, like, comfy spots. Yeah. And I was like, man, you know, even, like, we went to the Cannabis Cup, and they had beanbag chairs all in a field. Yeah. And they were all, like, laid out. But then we went to Champs, and um, I think it was... Champs? I think it was, a, it was, like, a vape company or something, and they had all Ikea furniture. 
And it was like a whole booth of oh, just like chill out area. Of, there were a lot of um, places at Champs that they actually had booths that you could just sit down in. Mm-hmm. Um, in Champs, a lot of times what ends up happening is that Champs is like a buyer-to-buyer kind of thing where it's um, like wholesalers and people who are distribution companies selling to head shops, selling to dispensaries, selling to growers and stuff. So they want to create a space that they can come sit down and like have a conversation with you and be able to like have like more of a sales pitch or you know incurred to the buyer uh but at the same time there were i i don't know if i sat down in any of those spaces did you i mean i didn't but they looked awesome that's that's all i was saying true i guess that's where i was going with that (laughs) um i was also stalling so that i could find the uh dogs at the cannabis cup video because that they? is an honorable mention. Whenever I see animals at weed events, I love it. Like I love we're seeing it. what it's it's a, where all the champs stuff is. It, it is in the there. cannabis cup, no? Champs. It's not in the cannabis cup section. That's so interesting that you didn't include. Oh, it. you know what it's labeled? Kauai is the cannabis cup. Hey, that's labeled there you K. Go. A for Kauai. Kauai. There you go. I was looking for D for dog. Oh, well, yeah. And this is always a nice one, too. I love seeing when people bring their pets. Yeah, just the volume here for you guys. Yeah. <coughs> Spunky little dogs uh, going to the event. That's all I want to see, bro. Just Obviously not dogs stressed out, though. No. That's something that it's like... I see um, people with, like, their dogs, and they just bring it, like, recreationally. Like, they bring it just to, like, have the dog there, which is super cute. That's, like, a super famous little dog right there. Um. (laughs) I smoke weed around the world, and my owner is a (laughs) douchebag. Oh, (laughs) puppy. Um. Sit, heal. Obey. <laughs> Smoke weed obnoxiously in public. <laughs> Give me five. Yeah. That is so horrible. I uh, tell it like it is. But yeah, those are definitely the things that we love to have and experience. Top things. Top things at, at any weed event. Absolutely. <laughs> We're very simple people, as you can see. I just want my weed. I want a place to smoke it. I want to be able to eat after I'm high. I want to be able to sit somewhere comfortably. And I want to be able to get there comfortably and park my car and not have, like, a fucking conniption trying to parallel park it in, like, a spot where I'm like, can I park here? Okay, for only two hours, and then I got to pay for 50 cents. But what? There's nothing to pay. What? No, none of that. Just give, give me... Give me... Easy. Yeah. Make it make it Disney. I like I always think about like being at one of those cannabis events and being able to like have a booth there and like what we would do and what we would decide to like display about We Born Daily. And we absolutely say it's like we would have um we would have an enclosed tent. We would have a tent that had um like either like some kind of sofas or like benches for people to like hang out and sit out in and um, have a place that we can like record like on the fly videos 
and have like being able to control lighting and stuff like that so like we can record people interview people have really good smoke sessions with people and stuff like that and on the front end sell like we print daily merchandise like sell a couple like t-shirts that we have and sell like um our hemp wick and and sell like extra like supplies or whatever just like extra things that people would buy and um that would be the best and also have like a couple iPads and like have like the Weed Porn Daily shop and have like our Weed Porn Daily software like available for people to see and try out and like see your business finder and see like all the crazy new features and innovations that Oscar has created and and worked into this beautiful website and um, to try out Weed Porn Daily and really see like all the things that we can offer so. Okay, what she didn't mention mm. is chicks with yeah. incredibly long legs. Their legs have to be lovely and long. And then skirts where I question how much fabric was actually used and which little Chinese hands could put that together. Okay, now these women also, no, t- no tops. Literally, literally nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> Pasties over the tatas. But cannabis ones. Glit- little leaves. Little pa- cannabis leaves. And green green glitter. Uh, um, cat eye. Perfect. Yeah. Done. Walking around with iPads. Walking around. No, no. iPad holder is no, acceptable. They don't, white, they don't walk around with iPads. They go around in those, like, what do they call them? Those, like, uh... The Segway things? The the, all these <laughs> women are actually behind the scenes. This is all kosher. This is all... Th- it sounded degradatory, didn't it? Didn't it, you fascist? Literally, these women will be on webcam. Oh. <laughs> and their Segway entities will serve these men and guide them through the process. Sir, do you need help with that? I meant I meant they were like standing themselves on those little oh. segway things. <laughs> I took it to I the next level. Right, right, right. Well, you're thinking of like, uh, what is it called? Um, the Grand Tour. Grand Tour, yeah. That was more uh, recent. <laughs> <laughs> nice live stream, English accent only. And then on Boxing Day, we break out our Canada accents. We already missed that though. I know, next next time. Love it. Love it. Right. Right. That's Um, all I need. I need somebody just to be like next to me and just be like, love it. Love it. Right. Right. (laughs) See, Petunia gets me. That's why I keep Petunia around. Um, I could, um,. I can see that. Oh, definitely. Like, there's so many things that we could have at our Weed Porn Daily booth, given the opportunity, given the chance. But I don't think you guys realize how expensive it is to get a booth. Because if you want to go, like, industry standard and think of, like, um, like Champs or the B.I.G. show, those are, like, business, like, um, conventions. Those are conventions that distributors go to and stuff like that. And... They charge like four thousand dollars minimum for a booth, and that's yeah. just like for the booth itself, like the space. 
So then you have to bring all the equipment, you have to bring all the setup, you have to do all the yeah. printing, you have to do all the materials, you have to bring and ship everything over yeah. there. Um, you can't just have everything disappear in whatever city you go to. Yep. And um, that's like $5,000 right there, and then you have so like much stuff. It's like yeah. It's, it's crazy, and there's Worth a lot of liabilities. Calendar. There's a lot of, yeah. And people go, and they take the dive, and they go, and they like can afford those things. Yep. And we've seen events where they charge only $200 for a booth, and even then, still out of our price range. It's one of those things where... That investment's not gonna come. Not on the cards right now. No, unless not we yet. get some investment. No. Send me an angel. <laughs> Send me an angel. Yeah. Steve D'Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll take his little bro. <laughs> um. Yeah, but uh, we're 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 so down to do shit like that. I'm I'm ready. I'm like we <clears throat> are the type of people that we we plan and we we try to do everything right and we try to do everything right, big and we try to do everything efficiently. Um, so we're always like m- we're like thinking and concocting and yeah. brainstorming about hey, what if we had a booth? You know, just in case tomorrow somebody hands us a booth, what do we do? Right. You know, and we have that in the game plan, mm-hmm. in the notes, like, set. Um, so we're ready. Like, the second somebody hands us an opportunity like that, or, or the second that we can get that kind of opportunity, we will be very, very happy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. It's, um... It's, um... It'd be really, really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked about splitting a booth with... Um, different people. Different dispensaries mm-hmm. or other vendors and stuff who are cool with it. Because uh, we don't need much space. It's just about uh, having a particular presence there, maybe being able to put up a giant banner in the back. Well, it's like put up a banner, um, be able to put some cards mm-hmm. down somewhere and have like a space that we can call home base. Mm-hmm. That would be really nice. Have a little couch area where I could sit in the back. Record you know, people. Record people. That the other booth people could sit. Uh, have lunch there. I, I see the I see the booth people. I see you eating lunch. It's, it sucks. I know somebody's got to wash the weed and eat. Um, it happens. Do it on the couch. It's, well, I was gonna say do it with us and let us record you smoking after, basically. Yeah, because a lot of times it's like um, it it's like I see people who they go to events and they become like fam. They become, like, yeah. a group of people that they're like, we survived the event because it was so hard. And I was like, I definitely know how hard it is. Yeah. It's really hard. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, going to the weed event is so hard. How are you feeling post-drink? It's pretty good. You drank the entire bottle. It's That's all what I do. gone. Well, it's only 100 milligrams. I mean, it's it's still a big bottle of drink. It's something that it's like, um, it's like a full cup. Of I mean, I'm hungry if anything, but I was a little Are hungry you? before. Oh, yeah. So. But it didn't it didn't like fill me up. Good. Yeah. So but I you could eat, eat that with a meal. Probably. It would probably be more enjoyable. I feel super fucking Hispanic eating that. Like if I had some arroz frijoles and a little piste with some fucking pan cubano and um, fucking somebody had like um, tostones and like, you know, like the whole platter of food on the table everybody's talking 
talking gibberish, and then like fucking, I'm drinking Kiwi from that. Kiwi people drink kiwi juice. Um, that's just super Japanese to me. I think it's like uh, South American to drink. Man, you fucking drink that fucking peach juice that's like South American or whatever. Peach juice, yeah, but it comes in the can, and it also comes in the glass, and it also comes in the plastic. But I'm saying kiwi specifically. Well, not kiwi, but just fruit. Oh, fruit juice. Juices. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I was just saying. The kiwi part is, I guess, a little weird, but. Yeah, definitely could just see myself at the table drinking that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. How was the carbonation level in comparison to like a it was Sprite or something? Interesting, like compared to just the first time I had it, the carbonation was so much better because it was oh. like um, I mean, you heard me. I burped a few times, but it wasn't like I felt it in my stomach last time, like like gurgling, like I would like Sprite, I would Coca Cola on an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good. That's good. It was pretty good. I don't know if because I've, I've had it for a long time or something, maybe the carbonation like leaked a little or something. But maybe who knows? Um, they won. Um, oh yeah, that's another thing. Um, Habit. They went and they were at Happy Place, which was a event for I think Hitman. Mm-hmm. And um, there was, like, huge drama where a lot of people got disqualified because they had, uh, what is it called, like, different contaminants and, like, bad test results for labs that they ran on all, like, the cannabis products. And they survived, and they won, like, seven awards or something, like, crazy, like, a crazy amount of um, awards. What are you looking for? Um, something, yeah. Oh. Sorry. Well, I mean, I don't know. But uh, it was uh, really intense to see that, like, somebody who's, like, a pretty new cannabis company, like, come up and uh, take 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 the house, almost. Almost. It was uh, really intense to see. But uh, I'm glad you liked it. I, I would be more interested to try a lot of their other products. They have, um, like, a whole uh, product line of just, like, creams that are, like, topicals that you can have that I think are CBD and THC. They have um, this like terpene. You guys, bar? you guys, you gotta fuck with that cannabis cream. You know, you may be thinking to yourself, I don't need cannabis cream. No. No. Let me like paint real a real cannabis cream. No, fuck that. Let me paint a picture for you because you're like, man, I don't need to do. S- I'm not a woman. I don't have to put stuff on my hands and my my elbows and my back or something. I don't know what women do. And you're looking at me like I'm strange for suggesting cream to you. When you're waxing your carrot, it is... It tingles in like a way that you would not believe. Just try it. Try it. You know, it helps. It's like a lubricant. Um, Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Which ones, Positive you, which ones did you use? Um, well, we, we had one that was made from, like, KY jelly or some shit. Ah, oh, that's um, right. And that yeah. one was decent. Um, and then we've also had a couple that are made from, like, um, coconut oil. Those are okay, too. Right, I know what you mean. Um, I forgot what I was looking for. I don't know what you're I looking for. I was just for talking. Yeah. Damn, talking. But, um... Talking sexy. What other things did we write on our to-do list for, like, the stream this week? Um. We had a few things? Maybe? That was it. It was, like, Sushi Doobie. Uh-huh. 
the top five. Top five. Oh, don't forget to check out our calendar. We have um, our calendar where we post all of our events and all the different like kind of workshops and kind of like kind of things that we're doing. If you're looking for a live stream, if you're looking for like the date of something, we have it. Um, also feel free to message us or like DM us or tag us in any photos or like events that you want to see on the calendar, obviously within reason. But um, the uh, the calendar section is just for free to put up anything, anything kind of us related. So make sure to hit us up. We always love to like put people up and stuff. Mm -hmm. Are you gonna try something new? Oh man! I don't know if it'll work. I have to do the sound flower for this, I think. But um, some shit. I can see it moving. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're in space. <laughs> um, oh my gosh! Okay. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Um, sound effects are coming soon. It's it's gonna happen. I oh mean, yeah, it's gonna it be has like to happen. Beep, beep, beep. No, please. Fucking beep, beep. <laughs> Who said take a bong head? Take the head. Beep, beep. No. Oh yeah. Please. Oh no. yeah. Did somebody just try to advertise themselves in chat? Bam! <laughs> like fucking. The where's that band hammer? Shh, donk. You know, fucking. It's it's gonna happen. What? Banhammer? The banhammer. You've never heard of that? No. Drop the banhammer oh, on the them. The banhammer. I heard band, but banhammer. Throw the whole band at them. <laughs> this is gonna sound like a calamity. Uh, the soda was okay. It was, it was pretty good. Um, Do you think you'd be willing to try the other flavors? I would be willing to try the other flavors. Um, I don't know... How much were they? Oh, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't My know. estimate is they're minimum 5 to $6. For six bucks, I would probably pay this like uh, on like a... Like to treat myself kind of thing. Um... I um, actually didn't pay attention when I was looking at pricing. But 100, 100 milligrams in this, like, not bad. I think the Sprigs were, like, 60 milligrams. They weren't even, like, a hundo. Maybe. I'm not sure. Um, and the Sprig is, like, soda. The Sprig was super carbonated. I think, yeah, I think the Sprig was, like, Super less sugary, less high fructose. Mm -hmm. um, this is more natural. Should sit a little better on the stomach. Um, they use, like, real fruit and shit. Um... Well, I would definitely try this again. Different flavor. Yeah, because they have stuff like, they have like sparkling mango, sparkling strawberry. They have, um, like I said, grape before, and they have a lemonade. The lemonade was the one that I couldn't remember, the white one. I would try yeah, the mango and the strawberry one. And there's another orangey one. What is the other Maybe orangey the one? Maybe the lemonade. Oh, peach and mango. So it's the peach one. I would love to try the peach one. I wonder if I can eat that one. I, uh, that'd be interesting. You don't, like, split it so you don't have to drink yeah, as much. Well, I was, like, well, I was going to say I could probably just take a spoon to it and just stir out the carbonation. Mm -hmm. Right? I guess. Well, the carbonation isn't too bad, and the, the um, it's more so well, like I mean, citric acid first. or something. Yeah. I guess. But, um, yeah, it would be really cool. I uh, would hope that it's not too expensive. I actually don't know how much it costs. But, eh. I could see why they won, yeah. I could see why they won. Good stuff. First Solid. place. First place. 
I mean, it's I would have to drink like like not the whole bottle, but more than like a little sample size to really enjoy it, though. Yeah. Definitely. Because I was able to get like little peach or like little fucking kiwi bits and seeds and whatnot. Yeah. Can you use it on your nuts? <laughs> I was like, what? He's talking about what the, are we talking about? We use like a cannabis lubricant, like to oh, try it out. Right. Right. Let me not act like that like that was crazy, bro. Sorry. <laughs> well, you brought it up first. Yes, yes I did. Um There's a lot of crazy cannabis products that we've tried. So many weird ones that are like really oddly specific. Um I saw, I, we posted one today. Wow. Uh, for Stoner Sunday, where the guy, um, he had the basically the, is this fucking in the Stardust? Stardust? Oh, like the sprinkle in the, the THC. THC Stardust. Mm-hmm. Um, they had that, uh, and it was five milligram packets. Yeah, like the ones that we had. Those mm-hmm. were like five milligram. Blew up on Tumblr. People uh, reblogged the shit out of it. Oh, I was and, like, I should um, post my pictures of it then. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's um. It was really popular. I don't know why. He was like, yeah, you can just put it in anything and make it, like, THC-infused. Yeah. And people were like... Well, yeah, Ed Rosenthal did that. Like, it was... Well, it w- it's, like, a different brand. Oh, is it, is it um, hot, hot sugar? No. No? Is it the Panda one? No. It looks like they're very plain, light blue packets with, like, a little dark blue text. Very... Oh. Plain graphics, like wa- think Washington, think Oregon. Think maybe. Oregon or Washington, not California. Literally oh no, whoa. hippie. Ripple or hippie. It looked like hippie to me. Sorry, completely wrong. No, it is ripple. Man, ripple. it looked like hippie to me. I was like, whoa. Um, but ripple. Yeah, well, there you go. And that shit was blown. No up. THC, no smell. 285 notes. I looked at it last time, it was 140. There you go. That guy's blog must be blowing up right now. But yeah. Now I know. I should just get the other ones that we have sitting (laughs) on there from the counter. What? The the recipe to... Recipe to win. Give a free sample and there you go. (laughs) Oh, we got some booty. We got booty? We got some booty. We got booty in the Oh yeah, I wanted to talk about this. Oh, do you want to talk about that? Do Do you guys want to see drama? I mean, we have another 15 minutes. I guess. Uh, yeah, why not? If you want to talk about it. This is something that Oscar has been debating for a while um, about posting about. And uh, this is something that I always question, I always question who you're learning from. Yeah. Uh, from the New Haven Register, I saw this article posted today. And uh, it was titled, Yale Professor raises concerns about the potential health hazards of recreational marijuana. And immediately I was like, I got a health hazards. I've been smoking a lot of weed, bro. Tell me what's going to happen. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be like, and my arm is just (laughs) off. (laughs) Arm off syndrome. We didn't realize. Um, (laughs) So... I started reading the article, and um, immediately, uh, this professor, his name is Vasilis Vasiliu, Vasiliu, I think, a professor of epidemiology at the school, 
Now, epidemiology, I was like, what? What, who, what is that? What, what, what the fuck do you even have to say about this? And epidemiology is uh, the study of, like, uh, diseases. And those are the people who speak about uh, public health issues, like fucking like the, the impact of disease. Yeah. And I was like, mm, uh, I guess. I guess. <laughs> what disease are we talking about? Yeah. Uh, so uh, he was concerned about the combined influence of alcohol and marijuana and cannabis effect on the developing brain and its potential harm to pregnant women and fetuses. Fetuses? Fetuses? Um, and of course, you know, he's like, you know, my cons- I'm not, I'm not just making this shit up, okay? I looked at the Journal of American Medical Association and the Journal of Medical Toxicology to come to these kind of conclusions, alright? Um, so I, I decided to write Is, an article. I'll be really, I'll be just really curious. Um, we've been talking, uh, they talk about a lot on the news where they're like, fake news and what counts as like a real reporter or a real newspaper or something like that. And I really wonder how much does it take to be a medical journal? And I'd be like, could we be classified as a medical journal if we post our own medical studies on, on our own website? Maybe. I wonder how... Do I need a license? Well, I wonder those people that they're like, this is a medical journal and I'm citing something from a medical journal. I'd be like... I wonder if there's like categories at which a medical journal, like medical journals, are, and if some are more clickbait than others, and stuff like that, or ones that are not well, like founded in fact, or well, fu- or well founded in studies and things like that, more so. Um, I don't know, just a question, just a statement, like being curious as to like what he's citing. Um, I'm sure they're, they are scientists submitting reports. Mm. To some particular publication, I'm sure I wouldn't doubt the particular legitimacy of his studies. Um, my issue starts to be derived from mm. um, the research that he cites. Uh, literally, he cites here um, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration did a study in the Netherlands, finding that when you smoke cannabis, like people with a .04 uh, percent blood alcohol content uh, had their effects nearly tripled, uh, going to 0.14 percent blood alcohol. So is that something that when I drink, that's how much I have? I smoke, and without drinking more, it just elevates. Yeah, and that's literally like the effects of cannabis and its ability to change your blood pressure, your ability to change just your um, apparently your alcohol metabolism they call it. Um, So he cites this study and he's like, this is why it's a problem. You know, it's like car accidents are going to occur because people have a drink and they'll be like, I can drive. And then they smoke a little weed and they fucking hit the deck or some shit, you know. And and that's his rationale. Boom. And then I go and I spend, I don't have to spend too much time, you guys, because I don't have all day. I spend a little time doing a little research and I find a study from the AACC, uh, from another medical journal, Science Daily. Could it, could it could be Weed Porn Daily right there. That this is just the science branch of Weed Porn Daily. You guys don't know. I run this. So remember how we talked about anybody can be a medical journal. But um, yeah, basically this uh, study essentially finds that people who smoke cannabis while drunk have their high enhanced 
by the alcohol. And it's a similar effect that you find if you've ever like drank coffee and then you go and you smoke and you feel higher and it's like, I just smoked the same weed I smoked yesterday and I feel like I'm all crank. And it's literally because your body's just like, your blood pressure's up and you're uptaking more and more mm -hmm. THC. So people who smoked uh, weed, 6.7% uh, THC, high dose uh, cannabis. Uh, they started off at 42.2% uh, micrograms of uh, THC per liter in their blood. And then when they were drunk, they um, had 67.5 microgram per liter. So they had like a, um, what is that, like a 20% increase? Like a 50%? Yeah. 50% increase? Uh, so boom, like 50% increase in your high just from drinking. Mm -hmm. um, I'd be curious to see what the alcohol content was that they were consuming. Uh, was it like a beer? Was it a shot? Uh, what were they drinking? But literally, like, drinking and smoking, it gets you higher and it gets you drunker. They work synergistically. It's fucking magic. Like, fucking one... Uh, Enhances the other. Yeah, it's it's crazy how that works. It's, and like I said, it's the same with coffee. Um, it's the same with a lot of different substances. Um, welcome to drugs. So... Uh, I find this study and I'm like, you know, why isn't this particular Yale professor interested in this particular study? You know, he's going and he's citing these random studies over here. What about these studies over there, bro? You know, and, and he goes and he cites in his article that we need, um, uh, buh, 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 we need a lot of research, he said. People need to be educated. People need to know. The general population does not know what we're talking about. You know? And wow, that's honestly really crazy of a statement. I mean, that that one I can agree well, with. Well, it's sensational. Yeah, where it's like, okay, yeah, we need more info about this. So how are we going to get more info about it if it's not legal and nobody can touch it? And nobody it can take, like, test and look it. At nobody it can, and like, have do it. studies. Yeah, come to Colorado and California and the five other few states where it's legal and you can fucking... Um, experiment with it and expose yourself to it and have a culture that's um, been exposed to it and well it's like how long has California been a medical marijuana state yeah um, since 2007 nine long time a long time long time Nin no 1998 no like yeah like 1998 1997 or something like that yeah it's been like 10 20 years now yeah it, it's long it's time. really long. long yeah longest time I believe uh, so, it's, um, it was crazy. And then he goes on to talk about, my major concerns are the damaging effects marijuana can have on adolescents and the young kids of mothers. The brain develops until the age of 25. And heavy marijuana use, he said, has been shown to be responsible for schizophrenia and other forms of psychosis. Okay, I fucking... Let me slice this in half because this is fucking... Two different statements both need to be addressed. This was so thick of a, of a piece of salami here. Let's slice it. Um, women, I, I, I say it in the article, women smoke right now at, while they're pregnant. Women smoke uh, cigarettes, they drink coffee, they fucking... And, and women aren't even supposed to eat raw meat and Fish. eggs and, and shit like that and they fucking do it. Anyways. They do it because they don't fucking care. 
um, and no one can can stop them because it's their body, you know. And they're adults, and they're given a decision to be able to consume these recreational substances and say, I can educate myself, or I can just hurt myself. And they choose to hurt themselves. And but like the p- people like this, they're like, you know, we can't even give them weed because we don't even know what's going to happen. And it's like, bro. They've been smoking weed already. Anyways. Guess what? Yeah. I could talk to go go interview some moms right now, and they'll be like, "Yeah, I smoke weed. Look at my son. Um, he's not hitting a wall right now and just hitting it like nonstop. He's, he's out fine. there and he's, he's a CEO it. or something, or he has a grow <laughs> or some <laughs> shit. Um, that's uh, I don't know how that happened, uh, but it it it's something that it. Well, it's like, how about they're like, you know, marijuana has been responsible for stopping seizures in its tracks while it literally is like happening to children. They have video documentation of kids ingesting cannabis while having seizures. But we don't know the effects, baby. It's turning off the seizure, and then it's also like making the kids stupider. So imagine. I would rather him have seizures than be stupider. Wait, you mean he's stupider, so now he's capable of using a spoon and feeding himself and like actually like making mental progress as like an aging like child? Is mental degradation on a micro level that must be studied before. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that I, I just, there's so, like, it's one of those things where I come from a place where I was born in an area where it was booming in education and, and new ideas for treating asthma and treating allergies. Mm-hmm. And my mom was one of those people that was like, give her any child, put her on the trial because what's the child going to do that's going to hurt her? Make her asthma worse? Like, it's already really shitty anyways. Might as well just try it and give it, like, an option of, like, maybe helping her. And I was a part of, like, Advair. And I was able to, like, use Advair and use Nasacor as, like, two really new things. And Zyrtec. Zyrtec was, like, I tried some of the first Zyrtec, and now it's over-the-counter. Like, imagine people trying cannabis for the first time and being the pioneer test subjects that try cannabis as a young child, and then they're suffering with, you know, any any kind of, like, mental disorder, or they're suffering from seizures, and then when they're, par- when they're like, my age, an age where I'm having my own kids, I can say, I just did cannabis as a child, and it helped me with my seizures, and now can help my children and help them with their needs. And it's, like, a crazy thing that it should happen. We're at this point in time that this should be where it, where it starts, and we're, like, getting so many people doing more lab testing and more of these kind of crazy, like, they do the PPMs, they do, like, all kinds of extraction processes that eliminate a lot of the, mat- like, plant matter, or they're able to extract CBD only. It's, um, it's such a boom of, of process now. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of proprietary stuff coming out. It's, um, but no, we need to study it instead of helping people right now. Stop. Listen. You know. Um, and then he goes on to talk about heavy marijuana use causing... Um, schizophrenia and psychosis and it's one of those old um, stigmatizations discriminations uh, tropes I don't know what you would call call it it uh, where it's like the marijuana man is crazed he wants to fuck your white women and he wants uh, to eat a whole bag of Doritos you know it's like these just old Images of stoners that are perpetuated, and you know, people even—it's it, difficult to say that. And, and people are like, "No, they're not. They're more rational. He's a scientist." 
And people don't realize that people carry that perspective into the way that they look at some things. So they may look at a couple of studies and say, oh, I see cannabis being correlated with schizophrenia. Uh, immediately, I knew it. You know, they're, they're fucking the, the crazies. And, and, like, it makes crazies. Cannabis makes you crazy. That's why they call it cannabis. See, cra- cannabis crazy. Um, you know, and they just start connecting the dots because they want to. Well, it's like, that's what they see. Yeah. And, you know, I look at these articles from an unbiased perspective, and I see literally schizophrenics being found using cannabis and abusing it in some particular cases, and people being able to study those people, because those people are already in, like, scientific environments where people are, like, picking at their brain and and shit. Yeah, watching them. You know, like, that is why there are a lot of those studies out there. Right, yeah. And... People just look at it and they're like, oh, cannabis causes that. When it's a matter of like, no, cannabis is like something that those people use as like self-medicating crutch. And it's something that is easy and, and, and approachable for them to like achieve. And it makes them have a, either a false sense or maybe a true sense of improvement in their particular condition. Um, and seeing like stuff like this, it's like, bro, what are you reading? Where are you reading it? Because exactly how you said, people need to be educated, you need to be educated. And it's like, man, like, we have a lot of the research already, you know, and and that's the problem. Like, we could have it rescheduled right now because we have enough to say that it is like an efficacious substance that is essentially almost a panacea. But uh, that, that would be sensational to say. But just the fact that it helps reduce cancer, it helps reduce seizures, if not eliminate them in some particular cases. The fact that it has um, anti-emetic uh, and anti-inflammatory um, inflammatory effects, proven, proven. Like Plenty of studies. There's no reason that it should be illegal. And it's statements like that, that it's like, yeah, there is more research in some regards. Yeah, we need to know exactly what happens to the fetus. When someone's smoking versus not smoking, and and I have scans of like both to compare and shit. I want that data. I want it too, you know. But that's not going to happen as easily if it's not as readily accessible to society. Um, same thing with fucking um, the schizophrenic man. Everything. Um, it was just so such a slap. You know, and I I don't blame him as much because there were particular parts of the article where he was like, you know, I uh, understand that cannabis is anti-nausea and anti-seizure and it has these benefits. Um, but you know, think about the pregnant people and think about the kids and the under 25s and. And I was like, why not have laws that prevent that? Well, he was like, like they're legalizing it in uh, Massachusetts and every other state uh, for 21 and over. And the 21 to 25 year olds are going to suffer. They're going to blow their brains out with this weed. It's going to create a generation I of mean, just why, duds. Well, I was going to say, why is he even focusing on cannabis? He should be focusing on alcohol. Alcohol, alcohol is super readily accessible to people even at age 18. Let's talk like, about caffeine and what that's doing to children's brains. Let's talk about, like, just... A generation I, of I, children so that things. thinks that Starbucks is something that you just go... And you just go get coffee. Think of the children. Think of the children. Think of them. Picture them. Now picture them with a joint in their mouth. Now, stop getting upset over it. 
But um that one. And that one off. You do it. <laughs> hey, I'm not supposed to operate machinery. Um this bottle said so or something. Might be delayed up to two hours though. Yeah, but it's been an hour and a half for us. Yep. You can call it a, a day. Absolutely. I appreciate everyone sitting through. Um, this was about as long as the sushi workshop. But it was, um, I hope, as delicious. Hi! Sensei. Um, what, what was it? Itadakimasu. I don't know what you say afterward, though. Or, yeah, this is a clap. But um, we'll see you guys next week. We'll see you guys um, this Wednesday for the 420 News live stream. Um, maybe Fact Friday, maybe, I don't know. Uh, you guys will see a video for the Sushi and Doobie and Rolling Complex um, going on sometime soon. I got all the footage, I'm gonna yeah. edit it down. Um, Tomorrow on WeprintDaily.com, we're releasing a new video for Patient's Perspective of the Sushi and New Doobie article. Event. Article? Did I say article? What did I say? Video. Oh, yeah, article. And um, that'll be my coverage of the event that you'll be able to read. And uh, we're going to be doing some trickle-down marketing for a new product that we're developing. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, I mean, you don't have to really keep them peeled. We're going to bomb you on social media uh, with it. So just be ready. And uh, we'll be really, really, um, I don't know what the word is. Like, I would be honored if you guys would participate in the beta testing of the process yeah. and just letting us know just how the product is. Is this a solution to the problem? You know, like we're, we're trying to create a solution to inherent problems in the particular cannabis community on multiple sectors for the consumer and for the business side. Mm -hmm. So we're really just trying to create an all-encompassing experience here that improves your life. And if we're not doing that, we want to know like what it would take to do that. Um, so we're, we're going to be releasing some products soon that hopefully uh, you guys are interested in and hopefully, um, you know, shake some water up in this community, you know, like fucking a volcano comes out of nowhere and makes a new island and people are like, oh, what is that? No, who cares? And then you realize it's fucking Disney World um, fucking, yeah. On weed, yeah. We on we on we on we. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. keep your eyes peeled. Uh, all that is coming soon. What this week is the Big show. This week is the Big show. So watch out for footage on that on social if media. If you are in the LA area, you're able to go to the Big show. It's for free. You can head out. We'll be Stop there. By, We're going to be us. recording. You can be on video. I'll be there with the camera. We're going to be recording stuff. If you're going to be there, if you're going to be at the High Times Business Summit, you can also catch us. And uh, we'll be passing business cards and exchanging stickers and doing all kinds of business, business things. Yeah. Well, yeah. they didn't see you pass the business card. but Off screen, off screen. The, other, the Japanese guy is right in front of me. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man, B.I.G. show, uh, that video will be coming out after that, like, fucking lots of stuff. The ball's rolling. We got some shit going. Um, just r get on the ride. Just hang on, sit down, smoke some, and uh, have some fun. It's a cool ride, trust me.
but I will see you guys next time. As always, my friends, peace, homies. Stay regular. <laughs>